Are you okay? I, I mean, uh, what is okay? Can we not start the show with a sound test every time? No, I'm, I cut out the sound test most of oh, the time, but okay. I was asking Good. you what is okay. <laughs> That's not a sound test. It's a question. That's not okay. What's not okay? Asking a question? Yes. Why? I'm not, not taking questions right why, now. Why? <laughs> Stop it. But what's your safe word? It's like a two-year-old. Stop it. <laughs> That's my safe word. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast that has at least one two-year-old on the panel, but we're not going to tell you where. <laughs> and I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And, and I'm more than two. You, well, sometimes you, you act I like do not. you are. I do not. People. Oh, okay. And uh, welcome welcome back. Uh, Daddy, how are you? You seem in, good. Spirit, in good spirits this week. I'm always in good spirits. What are you talking about? Well, some week, some weeks you're not drinking as much, so you're in less spirit. Some might say, and I'm okay with that. In fact, you've actually been you've been drinking less lately. I, I haven't had a drink in a couple of weeks. That's I don't know that that's factual. Maybe in a few days. It feels very factual to me. I do. Define a couple days. Two days. So it's been two days. Got him. Got him. <laughs> you are too. <laughs> no, Today, I, no. Today's I episode is brought to you by the number two. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> One two. sex educator. Two, two sex educator. Ah, ah, There's ah. something very wrong with you. What is that? I don't know. What if I just keep at This is the question podcast. No, I, I don't want to do questions. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, I'm sorry. I won't be taking questions at this time. Today, we are going to be talking about, and unfortunately, answering a question. And that question is, is art porn? It depends. No, no, no. There's no depends, because that's for the two-year-olds. I mean, wait, is porn art or is art porn? What Great was question. The question. That is the question. <laughs> um, I think it can be. <laughs> so... In, 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 I think all of this is kind of so porn, art, moderation, censorship. It, all of this is very relative because I think that a lot of times within our history, we look at art and we say that it's not art, it's porn. And we can even look at porn and say, wow, this is very artistic. But there's a very fine line between, and I think that's where it depends on on the topic itself. But first, I do want to, I just want to just ask how you're doing. What, how was your week? We always do like a little update of like life oh. and and. Uh, my week's good. Uh, we had a very fun weekend here in San Francisco. We had the Barrison Street Fair, and we had a booth where we were selling T-shirts and and saying hi to everybody. And I had a great time at that. It was. I mean, honestly, I I would love a weekend away from a fair because we did what we had Dory a few weeks ago, then we had Folsom a few weeks after that, oh, and then we we're had just Barrison. Started. Oh, I know. And we got another fair in a week and, and a half. We're going right? to Palm Springs next. I'm looking forward to that i and mean then we're going to mir right after i know i know that so I'm, i say that but i know that like it's going to be non-stop here coming up and that's fine too i'm looking forward to the holidays but barrison was cute it was kind of like the the very small stepchild of Folsom dory um there were a lot of people it was well attended but the what what i really liked was it was a confusion for a lot of people Nobody knew what the what the vibe was. People, some people, yeah, were in it was singlets. an interesting vibe. Some people were in onesies. Some people were in street clothes. I saw a few strollers because that's kind of the, the 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 what the fair was was a more of a family friendly Castro Street Fair. Was it? I mean, See, there were there was a lot of families. That. There was a lot of families that I saw. 
I got that it was kind of like uh, big burly bears, but they, because they had the uh, big muscle dance party was also on that street there. Uh-huh. A lot of like little circuit a gays and singlets kept coming by too well that's just it. it's like i i had i saw some messages from friends that were like oh i didn't see you at the fair and i was like well we were there we, we were in a booth I mean, so if you didn't see booth. us yeah. you weren't looking but then they're like i think i was dressed wrong and then i looked at their picture and it, and it was like an ass of singlet you know and i was like yeah yeah they, so they didn't been. know if it was like Folsom or castro street fair well it didn't help that there were like like you said a bunch of the fetish dance parties also happening literally at the same time yeah um but and I had a good time. They had a, they had a wrestling ring, which was weird. Yeah, Poyo, Poyo Del Mar, a local drag queen who's also a professional wrestler. It was it was a whole. It, that was kind of my favorite thing, though. Is right next. To oh, it was booth. very it was fun. A, it was a wrestling ring, a full on, like fully, like like bungee corded wrestling like ring, Mexican rest, wrestling with the full outfits and hoods. Yeah, and the stuff. luchadors. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Luchidors. L- luchador. Luchidors. Luchador. Luchidors. There you go. You're a door, a bowl. <laughs> it was it was really fun though. Um, and we we had a, a new a new line of shirts going up, and people really liked them. That's what Susan Lucci could dress up as for Halloween. No, as don't Susan take it there. Luchador. No, that's inappropriate. And <laughs> because is Su- wait is Susan Lucci, uh, Latina? I think so. Are you just saying that? Yes. Okay. Well, then no. <laughs> I I think the really important question though before we get to the topic. Okay, so the one thing that I did find out from that fair, because a bunch of posts and pictures were posted afterwards, and I was, I was, there was one picture of me sitting down, because I was actually very tired that day. So I was sitting in a chair, and a friend of mine, Pony, was sitting next to me on the ground, and I actually posted the picture on Instagram and I didn't really look closely at the picture, but then I started reading the comments and everyone's like, why'd you piss your pants? And so <laughs> I, I looked at the picture closer and there was a big wet spot in my pants, which was unintentional and I didn't mm-hmm. notice. So this is the problem with chastity. <laughs> so when you're at a public event in a public toilet, you forget that sometimes peeing through a cage sprays back. <laughs> Were you wearing underwear? I was wearing a jockstrap, I think. Pretty much. You don't know, though? Sure. I don't know. It was soaked. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing with chastity. Sorry, you're not done. Go ahead. No, so I I forget that you're supposed to sit down to pee, so everything goes into oh, the not toilet. A, not in the fucking porta potty. Yeah, no, no so that never. I did. So I was just standing at the little urinal thing inside the little porta potty, and apparently I was just spraying it everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, everybody <laughs> who used that toilet after me. <laughs> you, wait, okay. I, it's funny because we've done Locktober episodes, but I haven't even considered a Locktober episode this month. Maybe oh, we'll do one at the very end and see we can how do you no, did. No, November because Chris from Leather Daddy, who also shared our booth, was like, what is this no nut November? He needs thing? nut balm. He needs to make nut balm. Oh, we I told him he needed like cage chapstick. People don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about Leather Daddy Skin Co. Not the uh-huh. sponsor here. I don't know why they don't sponsor us. It's fine. I'm not <laughs> like, better or anything. But um, they sponsor uh, On Guard. They sponsor On Guard. And they do a I'm lot. Just, I'm just giving him a hard time. I know. Um, and yeah, no, but, but uh, ball bomb. Ball bomb. Or cage bomb. 
Well, alliteration usually does better in marketing. Ball bomb. Like ball bomb. Do you know what alliteration is? No. It's when things repeat themselves. So you. <laughs> no. My last name is Summers, not not uh, Summers, Summers. Ampers. <laughs> is alliteration is when the first letter matches. So like. So it could be uh, cage is cream. Is this the T? Cage cream. The T is the peeing. Wait, the... you didn't give me that. Cage cream. Cage cream is great. Thank you. Uh, it. I like balm better, but we'll we'll see what Leather Daddy Skin Co. comes up. No. Um, I think that it is important to make sure that you balm all the things. Um, which is why today's first sponsor, Manscaped, is very important. <laughs> you kind of give us that one. They're really balmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but their lotions, their lotions would work around yeah. chastity cages as well as their, I mean, obviously their skin care routine, which is included in the perfect performance which is just taking 4. all 0. the hair away from around your cage well i was talking with i actually had a conversation earlier with evie lupine a lovely friend of the show and we were talking about uh, manscaping at one part because of a horror story mm -hmm. where someone m manscaped without a, a, a guard no oh, first of all oh ow and then their partner who that was watching it like trying to help the manscaping process didn't know that they had tried to manscape with a razor earlier on that day and then immediately put Nair on because they wanted to... Oh, no. So, oh, open cuts. That was not a horror story we read. No, it was... Uh, Daddy, that horror story thread is 200 stories long. Oh, so my God. I, I, there were some stories I left for Evie. That's a good one, though. <laughs> anyway, that podcast is coming up soon. Um, but what they did not have in that situation was Manscaped, which they should have. Now, one of our favorite sponsors has been making sure we have our balls being cared for no matter what season, whether it's beach body season, or maybe you want your balls to drop into the new year. And they always make sure there's a guard so you don't nick yourself because nicking on your balls is not pleasant. The only nick I want during the holiday season is Kris Kringle. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still in Halloween. Let's, let's, let's keep it there. I know, but there's already people that are fucking playing I know, that's Christmas my music. Next week. I cannot. So anyway, if you would like to bring your hygiene into the new year as we get ready for it, uh, check out Manscaped. Get the Lawnmower 4.0, which is a great guard that reduces nicks and cuts. It is waterproof, and it also has a little light on there, so you know that you're going to get close, but you're not going to nick anything. Ooh, and I'm going to use the Weed Whacker when I get home because I just got a new piercing, and I'm going to size up, and I need to get all those hairs right around it all trimmed down. And whether you're celebrating uh, Locktober or No Nut November or Deny December or what is the other, like January has its... Own, there was a whole year-long acronyms for all of the chastity oh, months, which know. is just funny. Check out Manscaped and use offer code what, Daddy? Watts20. For 20% off of your own guard and uh, your balls or just your genitals <laughs> or maybe even your face. Well, thank you. On guard. But speaking of bombs, they have crop preservers and revivers, lovely lotions and potions, that nice misty skin. Lotions oh. and potions for Halloween. Yes. Yeah, because a witch will need to <laughs> do this. Guy. Do you ever do you ever listen to a podcast? No. And they do a, an ad read as a character. I love when you answer for me. I know the, well, I know the answer. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so let's do a chastity episode maybe next week. Okay. To, to get ready for the end of, of October. Because I'll be ready to explode by then. I probably. And I want to know all about your experience. So I'm not okay. going to ask you now. Okay, fine. But as far as experiences go... Did you also know that today is also sponsored by Mister? Mister, really? Yeah, I just took my prep a little bit ago. I've got my little like my little pill organizer. If you don't know what Mister is, you are missing out on free prep all over the U.S. Now, Mister, 
M-I-S-T-R. Okay, there's no E in there. Some people will try to Google it. There's mm. no E. Now, for those who don't know, Mr. Offers PrEP, which is a one-a-day pill that is 99% effective at preventing HIV. And with Mr. You get consultations from the privacy and security of your own home with a licensed physician to do all of your required PrEP STI screening, and they even do follow-ups. So again, it's available in all 50 states. They work with 100% 100% free services and over 100 nonprofit organizations to make PrEP available across the country. And it really is amazing because so many people have told me that they, they can't even go to their doctor because their doctor doesn't even know what PrEP is. So this way you can just sidestep around your doctor and go get it for free. Yeah. So thank you again, Mr. Use offer code Watts at Mr. in the link down below, and you too will get your own special services for free. Thank you, Mr. Now, porn. 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 Oh, wait, that was that was all your tea, yeah? That was all, all my tea. tea. That was a, it all? just that I was peeing all over myself and not knowing it. Some people might consider pee to be a <laughs> type of tea. Ooh, what if you heated piss? It'd be warm tea. It'd be warm piss. I know, but I'm just picturing like a cup of like a, an iced pee now. <laughs> iced pee. <laughs> I'm not a big no, piss that's drinker. If you put, but if it's cold, it'd be iced pee. But if it's hot, it'd be warm pee. No, I, wow. Is that how temperatures yes. work? <laughs> it's really heating up in here. Okay, so in 1964, this is this is the 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 case that everyone always goes back to when you ask someone is art porn, they say. 1964. No, you say, you just said it like five times. It depends. It depends. Only because we are so bad at talking about art. Now, in 1964, the Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart delivered America's most famous definition of pornography, or at least the distinction between art and porn, when he said, I know it when I see it. But the full thing was actually, I shall not today attempt further to define the kinds of material I understand to be embraced within any hardcore pornography is what he's talking about. And perhaps I could never succeed in intelligibly doing so, but I know it when I see it. So there's a distinction that was just made. There's hardcore pornography and softcore pornography. Yeah, but that's not what, and that's why I wanted to read the whole thing because yeah. a lot of people don't distinguish that. Yeah. And don't even dis distinguish between the different kinds of porn that they just look at art and they just look at porn. But and I asked, I asked our followers too, which we'll, we'll, we'll finish up this conversation with like what our followers thought, but a lot of people within the comments of my asking for a definition of porn were just like, when you stick it in and there's eroticism, you know, but then there was also, <laughs> there was also a lot of people that were like, well, my husband has a whole spank bank of just wrestlers and singlets and they're not hard or anything, but it's just porn for him. Didn't Maplethorpe do a picture with a tulip coming out of a man's ass? Uh, sticking it in. Yeah. Well, there was, how many lips were in that photo? <laughs> Is there four lips in that photo? No, just two. Oh, oh, oh. So at the time, he was defending the Lewis Mayles uh, Lovers, which is a 1958 French film starring smoky voice Jean Moreau. I'm, I'm butchering all these names, I'm sure. And the smoky voice. Yeah. As, oh, I can get, as an adventurous housewife, um, the black and white romance is tame by today's standards. The case itself, though, would be ludicrous in the era of porn. Like if you saw some black and white smoky, like artistic films on Pornhub, you'd probably be like, huh. Like, uh, and and pass forward to just the more hardcore stuff. Yeah, and I would say that that was like softcore, like that kind of art. And again, I'm calling it art because I think porn is art. Yes, some of it is more graphic. I mean, look at Tom of Finland. 
Some people just consider that porn, though. But I think it's art. No, I, mean, I agree. He had to draw it with a pencil, so that's so, art. It's I, on pencil on paper. I agree. But if it's making someone feel a thing, then people find it as porn. And so, like, this came, th this distinction that went to the Supreme Feeling Court. Feeling a thing aroused. Maybe. Came from repulsed. someone who was very moderate on the, the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why it's, why it is so, like, looked at and why it is, is put on that pedestal. Because it wasn't coming from a conservative. It wasn't coming from a liberal. It was coming from someone who was moderate between the two. And so I, I, I like how he approached it. But I think that there's a more hardcore conversation to have around that but saying i i know it when i see it is still subjective absolutely but i think that that's the fair way to to kind of approach it because everyone's gonna see something a little bit different and so i think that porn and art i mean art is subjective sure i went to art school for four years every class we did about art it's subjective from story to intent to to like cropping to colors how you interpret that art is subjective. Some art I hate, but other people might love. Some art I love, but other people might hate. And so, like, by definition, art is an expression of, like, your creative skills, your imagination, and typically rendered in visuals formed to aim, um, formed to be aimed at a specific audience or group of people. Whereas pornography is a portrayal of erotic behavior designed to cause sexual excitement or arousal. So, words, acts... And other sorts of representation or even visuals meant to inspire and are calculated to stimulate our senses. But I think some art can be uh, sexually erotic as well. A absolutely. So and I stimulate that that way. Yeah. So, for instance, in the 19th century is when we started having people that were actually be becoming upset about art. Because we had, I mean, the Venus de Milo, which is a very famous piece of artwork, or even Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, Michelangelo's uh, David. Mm-hmm. A sculpture with lots of nudity, but would you say that it's art or porn? Um, I think it's art. And, um, and and now, if Michelangelo's David had a huge old boner erection, maybe that's porn. I mean, there's but lots of art with big dicks in it. Yeah, doesn't mean that, they don't even have to be erect. I've jerked off to many a soft dick just on a, a nice human body. But an erection would prove an eroticism. Wouldn't my boner in my pants prove the eroticism, though? See, this is where it gets, like, tricky. Wait, and... is the boner in your pants art? No, we're not talking about my boner. We're talking about... You're talking about your boner. <laughs> my boner? <laughs> your my boner? boner? Your boner. <laughs> so, and then in the 19th century, people started actually arguing whether art was sexual or just appreciative of the human body. Mm -hmm. um, people believe that Monet's Olympia, which is a picture I'm showing Daddy right here, mm -hmm. that this was porn, not art. What would you say? Uh, I see why they think it's porn because her left hand is kind of touching her vagina. Yeah, it, it shows a, a woman like laying back kind of casually on white sheets. And it looks like a, a woman who is either like a housewife or, or maybe her servant, uh, a person of color. So it is a little problematic in that way, if that's the case, uh, just providing some flowers. And the contextualization of it behind that is it's depicting a sex worker that people believed and noticed from the city that the artwork was from. Oh, so an actual person. So you'd have to know that time. In between clients. That's what, that is what people believed. And so given that context, it seems a little bit more pornographic. But again, there's no porn happening. There's yeah, no her sex fingers happening. aren't inside of herself. They're just resting on top. And they're covering up 
all of the the naughty bits down there and breasts were very visible it's, it's in very art. instagramable it is in fact there's not even a nipple i don't think there's like a little bump but it's been airbrushed off yeah so but it's a porn i i think it's art but a lot of people thought it was pornography and even like there's art in Japan and India that 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 come dec like hundreds and hundreds of years before that that depict tons of people having intercourse. The Kama Sutra, for example, mm. and I would argue that the Kama Sutra is pornographic, but it's still art. Like, can, why can't it be both? You know. So, I guess the question is if porn is drawn like the Kama Sutra is in a book mm -hmm. is is for me because it's pencil to paper it has to be art now if you're looking at porn now in the medium that is portrayed now which is video um that's what i think of as porn now so some people think that art is about sex like art can be about sex but that porn is the sex does that make sense so porn is showing the actual sex and art isn't Art can be about that, but it isn't that. So it's like a, it is a snapshot of what could be, at least by some people's definitions. And so I think that the lines blur a lot when we have these conversations because of, I know it when I see it, but also because of our own personal approaches to what sex even is. Because as you and I know, you can have sex, but not have a boner. You can have sex, but not have an erection. You can have sex, but not have any ejaculate. But does that make it artistic? Does that make it fun? Uh, could be. I mean, do you have fun when you get flogged but don't get off? Yeah, I do. Okay. And so... But I don't consider that sex. Why? I would. Do you? Yeah. But, but why don't you? I, comp I consider it impact play. Is impact play not a kink? And is that kink not sexual? It is a kink. There's a sex element, but I don't think it's... I guess it's defining what actual sex is. That's the conversation that we're having. But I, I disagree because I think that there are, is there arousal from that at times? Like if you're getting okay. flogged? Okay. So it isn't sex or it is? It's usually arousal in your mind. So it's subjective. Yeah. But, but then would you consider a video of someone getting flogged? Is that porn? Yes, because I whack off to it. <laughs> yes, but what if they're fully clothed? What if they're just getting flogged in? Oh, I could still whack off to that. I know, but it, it would it be if I posted that on YouTube? I wonder if that would be considered pornography. I mean, oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, so uh, some like what I used to whack off to as a kid were episodes of the Wild Wild West, where he would get flogged or whipped or in, and strung up in a dungeon and chained. So that is on YouTube. It is, but. I, 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 oh, there's, oh, don't get me started. YouTube has entire playlists people have put together of like pornography that is, is not labeled porn, but is absolutely something someone's jerking off to and generally niche fetishes. Like, I don't, Gunge and Wham comes to mind because we did an episode on that, which, that, which was restricted, but like, all the videos that I watched to prep for that, not. Why Wham? Wake me up before you go go. Yeah, they're just, their music is too sexual. No, wet and messy, oh, um, which is the, the the pouring of liquids or getting messy and wham, like, it's a sound. Gotcha. Wham. Um, but to that, like, does porn have to be nude? No. No. I don't think so, because there's plenty of porn. There's, 
there is so much weird niche porn. I say weird because I'm like, I'm not shaming, but I'm like, have you heard of stuck porn? We've talked about this before. No. <laughs> You've seen it. And you'll know it when you see it. Am I stuck <laughs> on it? Uh, so no, stuck porn. Imagine you're doing your laundry and you're like headfirst in the laundry and you're like grabbing stuff and oh no, you get stuck. Somebody help. Oh yeah. And yeah, then they yeah. come along and they fuck the brains out of you, you know? Right. That could be considered stuck porn. Or let's say like you're moving a couch and oh no, I'm stuck, but my dick is somehow still out. You know, that's like stuck porn. But is it art? I don't think so. Well, but it depends on how it's shot. What if it's shot with like a really nice, like 30 millimeter lens? Like you have music, you have an orchestra that is playing to the crescendo of the pornography. What if you were painting a painting and you tripped and fell into your easel and got stuck in your easel ass up? I mean, as long, and then someone comes along and paints your butt. And paints your butt. And then inserts into a pumpkin. Dick. Yeah. Actually, I had someone text me that the other day. Yeah. Um, I've seen that over and over this week. Oh. People painting their butts as pumpkins. Yeah. Is that art? Did you get that, that text porn? too from our friend? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is artistic with pornographic is intent. It? Yes. Because I thought it was cute, but I also was like, oh, hot. Because like the pumpkin started, you know, the, the pumpkin started dancing into wham and was getting smashed. No. I, I think that in this conversation, what also comes up is sex in movies. Because, like, people will consider movies art, but is the sex in the movie, like, is that necessarily, like, art still? Or is it pornographic? And, in fact, there are actual movies where the people actually have sex. Like, Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen that You've one. You've never seen Eyes Wide Shut? No. But uh, Nymphomania was a very popular one that came out in 2013 by Lar Fontier. And while it has like a solid seven out of ten in Rotten Tomatoes, I mean the name itself kind of lends that it's pornographic. Yeah, but it's a movie, and it's not considered porn. It's considered art by a lot of people. But it's the way in which like they're shooting people having sex and using it within the the dynamic of the movie. Like the the overall film is not meant to be fully pornographic. What about Caligula, I haven't seen Caligula. Oh God. No, no, no. Yeah, but I like this. Like, is that art or is it is it is it porn? Like in it your was, mind, it was extreme BDSM. <laughs> oh well, I'm not familiar. Sorry, but like, so for for something like Nymphomania, it, it had a lot of unsimulated sex. It wasn't simulated; it was just sex. Mm. And there was even shorts. Um, there was one called Short Bus, was a movie that depicted people's lives in New York City, and it had a lot of sex in it. Mm -hmm. But it was also showing a lifestyle of gay queer people in New York City that were having sex, and I don't, I don't think that that is pornographic to just show people being humans you know yeah no um it's like john waters movies too which people call high art sometimes you need a little high, you need to be a little high just to understand it but even like a john waters movie like how much production do you think is involved there like it it, it must have been something that required actual cinematography cropping yeah no i i, I I mean, they were major films. The, he went more into like shock value, kind of like eating poop and that kind of thing. Um, but it did uh, wake up your senses. And so that, that also is interesting in different forms of art that can be shock value. So like when I was in college, I once went to an art gallery where the whole exhibit 
was this artist who photographed their bowel moment movements for 30 days in the toilet bowl. Ew. <laughs> exactly. So it was gross, but kind of interesting. And it had a lot of people just walking picture to picture looking at poop. <laughs> so is that art? <laughs> so what defines art as art? I, I think this is a question that people continually ask. Um, so trying to distinguish whether porn is art is a whole nother level. Well, Warhol even did an, uh, an installment that was called Sex Parts. It was it was literally just folk artwork focused on the parts that that make sex happen. But a lot of people found them pornographic. But I mean, it's Andy Warhol. Are you going to call Andy Warhol a pornographer or are you going to call him an artist? Well, in the time they called him a pornographer. He did. He did porn little blue movies as well um and so it goes back to also to maplethorpe maplethorpe at the time too they wouldn't hang his work because it was too pornographic um jack fritcher is another one and even madonna oh madonna in her sex book uh she, yeah it was that art the well i don't know what what's her sex book look like i've never seen it you know, so you, you well, know, I have one of the a... t-shirts from yeah. her sex book where yeah. she's just naked hitchhiking. Yeah, but they might not know. Explain the oh. sex book for them. So sex book came out in 92, I believe. And uh, she sold it for $50. It was limited bound in like this metal case. Um, but even her videos were getting banned from MTV. Justify your love. Um, they wouldn't play. So she just put it out on a VHS and people bought it. Um, of course they did. Would they buy it nowadays, you think? No, because you've got WAP. You've got way worse than what Madonna ever was doing. <laughs> we have what? WAP. WAP? Yeah, WAP. WAP. No, WAP. WAP. Not to be confused with WAM. Well, so wait, where do you, who tells you that it's WAP versus WAP? The song literally called WAP. It's in, it's literally said in the song 50 something times. Oh. WAP, WAP, WAP. I do only, I need to play the music? I only for heard you? wet ass pussy. So. Yeah, WAP. WAP. <laughs> No. Tomato, tomato. No. <laughs> we'll just agree to disagree on this. <laughs> so with that, I mean, N-A-P, nap, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But would you say it was, so wop, nop? Would you like to have a nop? <laughs> I love nops. I'd like to have a nop right now. Would you have, we could have some nopsual while it's, we nop. It's nop time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but then I also think to like art installments, there was one um, called Every Everyone I Ever Slept With was an installment within a within an art uh, museum where it was a tent and on the insides had little anecdotes from the artist. It was a visual piece about all the people that they'd ever slept with. And a lot of it depicted sex that happened in their lives. But it also depicted times that they shared a bed with their grandma. But the entire installment itself, some people considered it too pornographic and were upset about the installment. Whereas I think that it's just artwork in that regard, is it not? Yeah, and I think this is where people bring in the argument of children. So is it some place, like if you're taking your child to an art exhibit, would you be able to show them the exhibit? I don't, that's a great question. I, I think that we see, well, I was in Catholic school, like Jesus pictures and religious shit has nudity everywhere. And like, yes, we get it. Those artists have never seen a, a, a dick hard because they were all small and tiny and like minuscule. But then some of it was intentional by the artists because it was a statement. But the amount of nudity I saw in my K through eight schooling, like kindergarten onward, 
Oh my God, so much. Hunky Jesus on the cross. Jesus was always hot and he had abs. Sometimes there was a bulge. Like sometimes, yeah. There's so much nudity in the religious artwork in, in the Renaissance where we get a lot of these pieces of art as well. But for whatever reason, some people will determine it as pornographic. And I see a lot of the, the similarities in these arguments to the conservatives today trying to block books or to try to, to block education. And I think it's a very dangerous slope when we say, I know it when I see it, because who's the one that gets to know it and right. who's seeing it? You know, like we all see it. And to explain a human body to a kid's very easy. You explain that the human body has functions and you don't treat it with stigma. You treat it with a, a chance to talk to your kids like they're a human. You know, you don't have to explain the complexities of porn, but you can explain love and that sometimes the human body changes. And I don't know, like, what what is your stance on that? I, I, not having children myself, I really don't have one. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> I think that there, but like, let's say you're, you're showing, you're, you're in a sexual health class, you know? No. No, but I mean, I see parents deal with this, these subjects even about being gay mm -hmm. all the time they take two different positions like you've got the the ones that are all upset about drag queens reading stories to them and then you've got the other ones that come to the castro street fair and with strollers and they're like yeah this these are the naked people in our, my neighborhood <laughs> you know uh and if you don't bat an eye your kid's not gonna bat an eye uh as long as they're not like full-on fucking in front of your children i don't i don't don't see the issue but and even this last week like youtube's now going on this mini rampage algorithmically and when i say that i mean like jesse gender we have um ask a mortician all, uh, these are channels on youtube that do what i would call generally queer but sometimes more like this this lady's a mortician and she answers questions and does like documentary style history videos and they're not doing anything with sexual objects they're not doing anything with like dildos or anything but they're doing documentaries on queer history sometimes. And for whatever reason, those videos that they do, because they are a queer person, because they are gay, trans, whatever, they're adding their own context as being a person of that, that identity. And YouTube has been giving them channel strikes, full on hmm. strikes for nudity and sexuality. Whereas the documentary footage that they're getting all this stuff from, which is what is causing the strike, fully, fully available, fully, fully out there. And it's just, it's the... I know it when I see it as such a dangerous term in one way, but it's also the crux of the conversation here because... Well, it also leaves up for interpretations. So the, the yeah. Supreme Court did that on purpose so that it could be... Uh, ambiguous. Ambiguous for community standards. It's the same way that they've labeled uh, obscenity laws for pornography so that it's really the town you live in or the community you live in that is able to say what is obscene and what is not obscene. What if the town is online? Ooh. Like meta? No, no, I mean like just the internet. No. <laughs> so like for instance if we had a sponsor and we were just holding sex toys, is that pornographic? Uh, depends on what you're doing as you're holding them. I mean, what do you Are usually you do with a sex toy? Them? No, you're usually like swinging it around. Oh, if silly. I'm playing with them like swords, then no. Like for instance, Love Honey, the world's biggest online retailer at all things pleasure and today's sponsor as well. Now, we recently had their Blow Motion 12 Days of Play, which we had in a video that just came out. And within that video, which is not demonetized, which is not age restricted, 
we show sex toys. We talk about stories around sex. It is, in my mind, it is art because we are shooting something. We are transforming the artwork. We are transforming the sex toy into more than a sex object and more of a prop. And we're talking about the 12 days of sex play toy calendar that you too can get. It's worth a hundred oh, it's worth $240, but you can get it for 120 and guarantees a thrilling excitement mm-hmm. for you, maybe you and a partner or you and partners. And it's the advent calendar where you open up one door at a time and there's a different toy. And I love surprises. Well, it's not surprising anymore. We opened the rest of it. I know. But, but like, I for instance, when the, I did it. the first box was a little bullet. The, the second box was something you could use the bullet in the third. And so it was really transformative in that way as well. So if you'd like to get your own 12 days of play advent calendar from love, honey, please use a link down below and uh, you too will be able to get your own 10% off discount with Watts 10 at the link down below limited time only. But in videos where we're doing like sex education stuff, the second that we generally pull out a dildo is when the video gets age restricted. Even if we're not doing anything sexual, even if we're not doing anything gratification, yeah. How, how do you draw that line? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, it is a penis. What if it's not a penis? It's though? a hard penis. What if it's a cock ring? Well, that's not a dildo. No, it's a sex toy, though. I know, but is I was it? talking about dildos. I know. So, and a I'm... cock ring, you know, you, that could be a napkin ring as well. True. Or how about a little And bullet? I don't think they demonetize. The bullet... Uh... Oh, Daddy, we've been demonetized for just rope tutorials that aren't sexual. No, I know, but yeah. But what? No, I, I want to. I want to have this conversation. What? Like in your mind, what? What do you think that that should be age restricted? Because no, I don't think any of them should be. But it, 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 we, we have to work with <laughs> the I, limitations they've given us. I know. Uh, so I'm not saying you're wrong. I just want to. I'm. I'm unpacking. I want to know what you think because I think that a, a, a rope tutorial where we're not doing anything sexual, we're, we're being loving, we're, we're like hugging in it, that specific video I'm thinking about. Yeah, but the straight world can, can they they see that as tying someone up unconsensually. They, they, tying someone up is generally in their mind against somebody's will. It's taking someone captive. But somebody doing like a, a, a Boy Scouts knot is fully fine and should be... Like, it, I, I understand what you're saying. The context of the gays doing it makes it sexual. Right. And that's not, that shouldn't be the case. But I think that there's plenty of pornography that is art as well. Like, and, and when, so like, these are two different conversations. Sure. The stuff on YouTube, like it's a weird algorithm, but it's the way in which the world sees queer content. And when we queer code something, it makes it pornographic. Then I'm just like, that's weird because there are the same instances of, of straight people doing like a, a, a smash or pass sexual video and they're fully monetized and recommended. But if we did something like that, we have a problem being monetized. Our smash or pass video that we just did was demonetized. Mm. I'll, I'll never know why, but it could be the fact that we're gay. I don't know. <laughs> Probably <laughs> algorithms. No algorithms. And then like just poor human management, you know? Um, but then for the, the, the side of porn and art, like you worked in pornography for 30 years mm-hmm. all right i don't think you're an artist what if i said that to you i i i i'd say that's your 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 opinion which is fine i don't think of myself as an artist either um why 
Because you just told me I wasn't. No, 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 no. I'm pretending. <laughs> well, actually, you're just a vile, disgusting pornographer. You're not an artist. I think I think a lot of uh, the same skills as movie making go into making pornography. And I think you can get wrapped up in storylines and, and you can light things and make things very beautiful and sensual. So it feels like art. But at the end of the day, the the goal is to get you off, and so I feel like that's porn. That's fair. I I, I agree, though. I mean, productions for porn—it's a production. It is it is people. It is angles. It is cropping. Like even so, like you and I trying to train someone to do like editing or even taking photos for us at the bar. Well, you forgot the takes... audio. You forgot the <laughs> oh audio. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to diminish that though. There's entire teams of people that do porn. There's a director, In the, the cinematographer. There's an audio person making sure you can hear everyone go uh uh uh. You know, versus the slap. The person who gets us lunch. That's the most important yep, one. Yep, the PAs yeah. and then the editors as well. And it is a fine-tuned and lube machine, but it's it's more than just porn. That's that that is my stance. I think that it is it can be both. And I know porn when I see it, but I also know art when I see it. And I know when someone works hard to make something that looks nice. I'm not talking about the OnlyFansers that just put their phone in the corner, hit play, and then they do sexy stuff that's not very well cropped, and then so they hit stop. I'm talking about people that are making things. So, so here's how I kind of distinguish it, and and the good way to distinguish it is, um, if you look at my Twitter feed, it is clearly porn, a lot of okay. hardcore porn. However, to promote that, sometimes I take really nice shots and put them on Instagram. Um, and those, I think, are very arty. It can be somebody's face in the moment. It can be somebody's in a really nice bondage tie with beautiful lighting. Um, so the same way that a photographer gets good light on a, a subject, um, you often do that in porn. Mm -hmm. um, and you can get some really artful, pretty shots when you're shooting porn. And I think it's just a taste level. Um, and yeah, I, that's the only way I can describe it. I mean, I just tweeted it a few minutes ago, and there's already 30 responses on what oh, yeah. people think is porn. Like, how do you define porn was my question. Mm -hmm. um, and the first question is, that's a question. So what's art? What's porn? Where's the line? Who decides? We've t literally just talked about all of this. And also, why are you asking for a podcast? Um, <laughs> uh, I think that, oh, there's one from Henry in a response that says, any type of media that's aimed to sexually arouse the viewer or consumer. I've seen lots of art that's sexually arousing. So that that would go into the dis, the same description I just did. So my Twitter feed is aimed to sexually arouse. My um, my Instagram feed is more to titillate, but not necessarily sexually arouse. But titillating can lead so to arousal, it, right? <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, so when you see a a bodybuilder without his shirt. Not hot. doing anything sexual. Hot. You think hot, right? Mm -hmm. You, But you're not necessarily springing a boner in your pants. You're just like, you're appreciating that art form, mm -hmm. right? Um, now imagine... Now if that your... same bodybuilder yeah. was stroking and sniffing his pits or playing with his nipples yeah. or something in a video, then that's going to get you sexually aroused. No, but let's take a step back. Your photo previously with no nudity in it 
let's say that somebody adds an erotic caption to it that's super like erotically charged but it's written in such a way that they are i mean they're seen as an artist like they they have a, a bachelor's or a, a master's in writing and they're writing pornography quote-unquote pornography i always still think that that's artistic if it makes me feel a certain way like have you ever watched something that was both erotic but also like made you excited or cry or feel an emotion like that's art but it can also be porn and i mean even what is it who, who wrote the book that has the the pony play is it Anne rice yeah art or porn porn <laughs> really yeah. oh, okay. okay well i mean okay. there's full-on fucking and and everything and 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 tristan the horse is strung up in the stables with boners and okay balls being tied and yeah, which is why it turned me on uh <laughs> but <laughs> that that was erotic fiction for sure but is are they are they still an artist or are they a pornographer they're a good writer that didn't answer the question. But that book is <laughs> porn. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it's people thread porn. <laughs> say porn is anything intended to cause arousal or give. I like this one from Mutt who says anything that gives a conservative a Woody. Because <laughs> it implies that not even conservatives know what, what art or porn is. Um I don't know how to define it, but I know it when I see it. See, everyone so goes back to... Everyone says that, too. So everyone thinks their definition of porn is porn, which is a slippery slope because I, I remember talking to a friend of mine in, uh, like, 20 years ago who was visiting me in Sydney, and uh, I had a butt plug in the bathtub because I had cleaned it off or something. And they came out and asked me what that is. And I'm like, it's a butt plug. And their face just blanched. Like, why? I, I could have said that there was a dead child in the, the bathtub. That, that oh, was God. the okay. reaction they were having. <laughs> I know. But everyone's definition of what is acceptable or what is obscene is different. Yeah. It's, it's a personal interpretation. And so that's why I think that, like, when Instagram's deplatforming someone who's posting things that that follow their rules they're they're what they're not saying is our our reviewer is being sexually aroused therefore you are the problem yeah. the, the the rulings are subjective and therefore the art is considered porn even though you might be thinking that it's artistic i think that our, our country is going to go through some very bumpy roads coming up as we continue to define what part of a human experience is is pornographic and what part of it is natural and artistic and beautiful but it also doesn't help that half the country thinks that queer people are porn just just the fact that we exist is pornographic and inappropriate well th that's because straight people when you say gay the first thing they think of is butt anal sex, sex. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so like what how do we change that do we say queer do we like how do we how do we make it more accept quote-unquote acceptable not that i think we need to yeah i don't know uh, Jay Mar said, "Video or pictures that is of a sexual nature. What is sexual nature?" Well, though? we did no follow-ups. <laughs> um, a lot of people will say stuff like graphic sexual content, but the, even then, you, when you defined it, you were saying the difference between like hardcore and softcore. And in the Supreme Court, it was the hardcore stuff that's that's porn, but the softcore stuff that can be art. I mean, even in, even in like music, we we just saw Nicki Minaj. One one of Nicki Minaj's music videos was age restricted for being pornographic. But 
to be fair, they no, no, are. No, no. They, I, they I, very much are. I agree. I agree. But this is the same artist who did like uh, WAP, WAP, and WAP, like the other one where she's like, "Oh my God, look at that butt!" And it's just shaking, like twerking buttocks. You yeah, know? No, I get it. Dun, 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 dun. And that was fully monetized and allowed on these platforms. That's because they're making money off of it. They don't care if they're making money. Nicki Minaj makes them money. I know. So that's why so I we're saying the same fascinated. Thing. No, they age restricted her. They made it so she's not making any money. Oh, because too many people complained. Who knows? Crossed the line. I feel like the line was crossed a long time ago. No, I agree. Musicians. And of course, there's a double standard within that because money, as you said yourself, but let's say we throw enough money at a pornographer and they make this gorgeous art film, like, then it's both. I, I think it can be both. My, my answer to the question, the age-old question of is porn art is like, sure. But is art porn? Sure. I think it can be both. And I don't know why we need to have an argument. I think that's kind of my takeaway is I think that you can have both within the same thing. It takes a skill to draw naked bodies. I went to school for four years to do it. But... To draw naked bodies is inappropriate, but to draw them clothed or in different positions is art. Mm. And it's the intent. It's the the context. Sure, it is how it makes people feel. But how someone else feels about your thing doesn't get to determine if it's art or not. You mm. know? No. That's kind of that's my take. What about you? I kind of agree with that. I mean, I think <laughs> it can go both ways. <laughs> I, 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 I know it when I see it. Stop! No, <laughs> I hate it. What is what is? I think there's one last thing we haven't really talked about, which is like softcore. What is softcore pornography? Well, you know that's what they use in movies. You know when they the two the guy and the girl are getting hot and heavy in bed when they start doing their love when Meg Ryan is all into the guy and they backlit light it very heavily and there's some curvature and maybe a little dewy moisture on the knee and a hand slides up over down a thigh almost to the honeypot but oh, doesn't honey go pot. quite there <laughs> you know that's softcore porn that's you know it's a very midnight blue rim lighting it's very I need. Uh huh. I don't know what this. What was that? The softcore porn. Oh, music. It almost sounded like. It, it it's what they don't show show the naughty bits and they never show a hard penis, but. You know, they they might show a slip of a breast. They might. They've shown hard penises in Game of Thrones. Yeah, but if you can see anything in Game of Thrones, it's so dark. Okay, it was just that one episode. <laughs> that was super dark on Dragon. Like they just Stone. put a black filter over everything. It was just the. It's worst. all softcore. It was the worst, and that was pornographic, maybe, but it was also you see it. artfully shot. No, but there's like hard dicks in the show sometimes too, and I still didn't consider that show art. But I, I could definitely jerk off to like a, a Jon Snow if he was mostly naked and like heaving with his glistening body in the cold of winter mm -hmm. needing to be warmed up. Winter is coming. He he came a few times. He might not have known it. He doesn't know much. He knows nothing. But he knew he knew how to. Mm -hmm. They actually might make a spinoff of that show. Coming winter. 
coming in the winter. I don't coming know. I haven't been, probably not because I haven't seen any like uh, I haven't seen any promotions for it. But I'm excited to see what happens. The I think the season finale is next week. Oh, I can't wait. I can't. You can't. You just can't. I just can't. <laughs> the show is so fucking slow. It's just like. Oh my god, get to a plot. <laughs> you have watched so many shows. I guess I have to. No, that you enjoy? There's plenty of shows. Sex in the City, that's so slow. No, it's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? 20 minutes is bam, 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 bam. I'm kidding. I, I think at the end of the day, it, Daddy, yes. is, is porn artistic? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I've swayed him from sometimes to yes. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> It can be. It can be. I think that that's a fair assessment. And I, I just, I, I saw someone trying to argue like about porn and art the other day. And that got me thinking like, how, how do, how do we even de describe it? How do we define it? How does history look at it? And can you like, let's say something is posted and put in an, a museum as art down the line, if it gets seen as pornography, that's just such a weird, that's a weird way to, to change the goalposts and the changing of the goalposts is what worries me. With the way that we look at content, media. Well, the goalpost is always changing. I mean, look at look at uh, Robert Maplethorpe. In, in, in the time, it was pornographic. Now, it's very high-priced art. So, that goalpost has always changed, and it always will. Can we just, like, fire the goalpost guy, whoever's moving it? Just be like, get out of here. They got a first down. Just just stay there. Just get out of here. You, you go, go do a better... Something for the society that doesn't doesn't cause chaos, <laughs> Daddy. If people want to see your art, where can they do that? Uh, you, well, it Wait, depends I, on if you, it is art uh -oh, or not. Uh oh. But if you want to see pornographic art, you can see it <laughs> on my Twitter feed, Christopher Weston. Uh, if you want to see the tasteful nudes, you can see it on my Instagram at Mr. Christopher Weston. You can find me everywhere at Pup Amp. Um, my stuff's always artistic. I don't give a shit. Like, just if you're having a good time with it, great. If you think it's hot and sexy, awesome. But it's either way. It took time. It took money. It took brain power, and therefore it is intent, and therefore it is art. And I hope y'all are having an artistic day. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Also, one important thing: get out there and figure out if you're registered to vote. Now is the time midterms are coming. Vote. Art. Vote. <laughs> is voting art? Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> yes, of course. You are making a seat. No. <laughs>